everyone and welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. I am but one half of your hosting duo. With me, as always, is my co-host Robin. Hey, Robin. Hello. Hey. And today we are going to be uh, recapping the year. We're going to be talking about some character creation stuff. We're going to be looking back on 2023. Um, what a crazy LARP year it was, just a crazy year in general. Uh, before that, though, uh, make sure that you are subscribed to the channel. If you are not already, make sure you give this video a thumbs up. Give it a like if you are watching, sorry, if you are listening on an audio platform, give us a five-star review so people can find us. Follow, like, share the videos and the podcasts around. This will help us out. Uh, we also have a Patreon now. So if you would like to support us um, monetarily, um, then you can. You are, of course, under no obligation to do so. You are more than welcome to enjoy all of our content for free. Uh, the Patreon does currently give you access to the Discord server, um, which we're doing a little... I'm going to do a bit of an overhaul in that in that Discord server because it's now kind of locked into uh, just um, Patreon members and people who were in there before we uh, initiated the Patreon. Um, last episode, we did a load of um, questions um, in celebration of our 1,000 subscriber mark. Um, we do actually have uh, questions in there that wasn't answered that was put in after so what we are thinking is that uh questions in that discord server we will just answer the questions uh the episode that it um, comes up in basically um yeah, yeah. so do, do we want to answer do we want to answer the question in the discord then robin yeah let's go for it let's go ahead and answer um so this question is from phil who plays tancred and this one is for oliver now, Phil is asked, you've sometimes used wrestling terms, which I think translate wonderfully over to LARP. So I assume you follow enough to answer. Which wrestlers would you map any of your or other people's characters to? <sighs> Wish I prepared for this question. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I read it and I was like, oh, damn, we should have done some homework for this Oh, no, one. I, I'm, I'm well aware. So I... Um... I've been an on and off like fan of um, pro wrestling uh, for yeah my my entire life. I've never been re like really really deep into it. I just I dip in and out of it. Um, I'm a fan of combat sports, so I don't I honestly like being being a, a pro wrestling fan is expensive with all the, like the subscriptions and the uh, all the box office stuff that they do um and i tend to keep up with uh, i keep up with boxing with mma and it's the only kind of type of sports i actually enjoy to be honest um yeah. are, i mean i would call pro wrestling a sport as well um but yeah i, I barely have enough time I, I keep up with the like the main things that are going on i tend to know who has won like wrestlemania um who would who would i map uh <laughs> characters <laughs> on to um wow i mean i would i would like to think that i, I think like godric i think cause he, he, especially last episode we were talking about i was like godric and arenel were baby faces and oh yeah you did use those terms didn't you yeah and uh nymeria and damon are more heels so do you could do you know enough about wrestling to know what those are right 
I do. I know enough kind of to know it, but um, why don't you recap it for our audience? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, like a, a basically, Babyface is a good is a good good guy, a good a good, mm-hmm. yeah, a, yeah, a good, good guy, person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what someone that the the crowd is supposed to cheer for, um, and a heel is the opposite. Um, so you know, in pro wrestling, you have these you know they have these characters, um, and you know you they they can switch between between the two so when i was when people say oh he's gone heel that means that he's he's switched from uh yeah uh it's, it's just a different form of um audience interaction that's all mm-hmm. it is uh but so yeah i i don't know what like, you you know a little bit about pro wrestling right I watched pro wrestling when I was like a kid mm. and I could name you people that I remember and used to really enjoy, but I wouldn't be able to know them enough to like um, put characters to them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I was really into, I loved um, John Cena, Batista, Kane, Triple H. Um, yeah. I liked all of them, but I wouldn't, I don't know enough to actually match them with someone, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think I don't want to do it to anybody else else's characters because i don't want to offend anyone either so uh and i don't i don't know whether there's someone who um well there's uh like so my favorite wrestler is is cody rhodes um and i would like to think maybe that godric and damon are a mix uh a mix of of cody because cody's uh, uh cody's definitely a baby face you know, um, and you know he's got. In fact, actually, actually, my, my hair's my hair's a little getting a little bit like, um, <laughs> getting a little bit like Cody Rhodes. Uh, I th- I think a lot of people would like to think that because the those pro wrestler characters are so like large, so they're they're larger than life. Uh, so I think they are quite a good base for a a LARP character. I think if you if you were to copy. Some of yes, yeah, some of these maybe not like as intense, you know, because they can get quite intense. But if you were to be like, right, I'm going to create a character, right? Those um, those pro wrestlers have to stay in character for quite a prolonged period of time, yeah. Um, so that they're not they're not a bad, uh, you know. There, there's some archetypes in there that you probably could mine for um, role play characters and LARP characters. Uh, there's not real. There's not really any because, like I said, they they do go to extremes. I don't think there's any that I would map any I mean, anybody onto yeah, like Damon. It, it, it is quite a good sort of like way of thinking about, it, especially when like today we're going to have a a chat about character creation. I mean, if we look at our wrestlers, what they tend to, and again, I'm I don't know a lot here, but they have a a, a literal persona that they have developed. They um, have certain signature moves and phrases and so on to make them unique from the others around them and make them stand up in a field where there's a lot of other big sort of personalities, which is kind of what LARP is as well. So I guess it is quite good, like basing it off of something like that. Yeah, because what they're doing is that they're constantly, there's got to be storylines that, I mean, that's the difference between like, Uh, in in sports like you know boxing and, and th- I'm guessing it's the same in team. I don't really keep up with team sports or or, or ball sports or whatever you call them. Um, <laughs> I, d- I didn't mean that. I say no, I, I keep up with ball sports. No, no, no. But that, no, but ball sports is like a, a generic term for 
like team sports because lots of te- most team sports will have a, a ball involved right so i i i, I wasn't Those just sports. like oh ball sports <laughs> gay sports um <laughs> but yeah you you, you want to develop these storylines right so w- when it's like boxing it's like oh it's you have a real sport there um and they try and like inject like storyline in there you know because you want you want personalities in there um, to sell to sell the event because it's entertainment, or obviously pro wrestling just literally, you know, uh, orchestrates that, you know, with their with their characters, um, and yeah, those different interactions between all those characters, and they are creating. I mean, it's not. I I don't know. I'm not in the business, but it's. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the scripting is like because they are. I guess they are kind of larping. You know, they they're, they're going in there. Yeah. I'm assuming because they do like shows like twice a week, um, every single week of the year, um, in these in these bigger like AEW and uh, WWE, you know, and some of the amateur circuits uh, is like rigorous. Obviously, it's physically uh, demanding, but I imagine they're not being given scripts to memorize every single week on top of that. Well, I imagine they've got like set choreography and things to go with it. But then on top of that, I guess, would they not have like certain things scripted out and everything else? I mean, they're all, they're, they're actors really. So would a lot of it not be like ad lib sort of thing? Like, oh, I, I oh 100%. Just, yeah. yeah. I, no, I, I know, I know a like lot of. LARP. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I know a lot of it. I know a little bit more actually about probably the fighting than I do about the. Um, the acting that goes with it, you know, and it's, it's, yeah, it's choreographed to an extent, but yeah, no, they, they, you know, a lot, sometimes it's just like, oh, well, this person has to win and you have to, you know, that's, that's kind you of it. You have to create a story. Like, you know yeah, how it's a story. supposed yeah. to end and you know um, how it's sort of supposed to start. But I guess that middle bit is the story that those, um, however many people mm. are involved in that, in that one sort of fight have to create along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Clark. <laughs> <laughs> today's video how wrestling is like larp <laughs> yeah yeah again i i'm starting to, now i'm starting to think of wrestlers and i'm like yeah i probably could map that on map those characters on to characters that i know from larp but again i would end, probably end up insulting people i think there's a few kind of seth rollins <laughs> I, I, I can see I'm just going to talk to myself if uh, if we carry on uh, down I, that I road. I literally like told you all the names I knew very quickly. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a, there's definitely a couple of Hulk Hogan's and Macho Man Randy oh, Savages was, as well. I was going to say, I also forgot to say Hulk Hogan and um, The Rock. There you go. There's all the wrestlers I know now. Everyone. Yeah. The thing is, it's, it's it's different. Like like we could go into a whole thing about celebrity. Like celebrity was just we were talking about this not long ago actually. Like celebrity is so different now. Like when you and I were kids, um, there there was like movie stars and celebrities. Even if you didn't know anything about wrestling, every single child knew who hulk hogan was you know it was just a thing um like entertainment was just so much more um it it was more funneled you know it was just like everyone knew everyone knew pamela anderson everyone knew hulk hogan everyone knew sylvester stallone and and arnold and and all that now obviously like entertainment is spread over an entire like this like where where literally what we're doing now we're like we're being entertainers you know um yeah 
yeah it's it was it's it's more of a more of a wild west now whereas when we were kids it's like literally you didn't even need to be into wrestling to know who hulk hogan is you know yeah exactly yeah and i guess i guess the rocks i guess the rocks the same anyway thanks for that i I think that would that would definitely fit into that category but yeah 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 thank you for that thank you that question uh again if you want to jump into the discord and ask questions there is a questions channel in there um ask away and we'll just we'll just answer them as we go along instead of doing big q a things unless we get loads of loads of questions and then we'll probably need to do q a episodes yeah, we definitely still will do like Q and A episodes at some point, but yeah, like I mean, like these sort of like ones just coming in individually, we may as well just kind of like try to like give them that attention. But yeah, because I I love the Q and A episodes because it always seems to. I mean, again, talking about character creation, the questions we get in those episodes really make me like dig deep about the character that I've picked, especially when it's things like, oh, what would your character do in this situation? Um, what is their favorite? of this you know and it's like oh well i don't know i'm gonna have to create that now <laughs> yeah no it's 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 good because it makes you yeah it makes you think about things that you probably wouldn't always think of you know um there was an interesting one i had the other day actually um so in the um pathfinder game that i play in we created spotify playlists of five songs to um sort of describe in a way or give the feel of our character and we had to write a small bit of information about each song and why we chose it and it was weird because i thought i had chosen pretty much five random songs and you helped me out there and i was like yeah these are the songs yeah cool and it wasn't until i started listening to them and thinking about why have i chosen these songs i like discovered so much more about the character to the point where i'm like I want to do this for our LARP characters. I actually think of what songs would sort of um, bring them to mind and actually think about that because it, it, it made me develop the Pathfinder character quite a bit more after doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah, we're kind of talking about character creation now. That is a, that is um, one tip that I think I've only ever done for one character. Uh, one bit of advice you'll get for character creation is... Um, well, the, the the two that are quite similar is make a Pinterest board. Um, yeah. Getting all like the the kind of look and feel and just the aesthetic and just getting yourself in a mind space. Um, the same with the Spotify playlist. I did that for Damon. Um, just trying to get into a headspace for him. It doesn't work that well for me. Um, yeah. If I'm looking for ideas on starting a character then i will look through pinterest i will be like hmm like i've literally done like dnd one shots where i'm like right i want to play something that i don't usually play because it's a one shot you know and i will yeah. just look through pinterest and I'm like oh that here's a cool piece of art of a you know a uh, someone that you could describe as a lizard folk that's a ranger and an artificer at the same time and that usually sparks inspiration uh Past that, see what you did. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, once once I've done that, I don't tend to like go all in on Pinterest. But that is that is one bit of advice a lot of people give is the Pinterest thing. I I have actually created Pinterest boards for um, both of my LARP characters. I it helped in a way that it sparked an idea on each of them it sparked something for me to go on um but like you said i find that 
finding certain character art if i see like a really nice piece of character art and i'm like she looks cool i want to be her what's her story who is she how would she fit into this world that tends to spark a lot more than creating like a full board if that makes sense yeah i i tend to get my i tend to get my vibes more from uh like previous stories um so okay so like when it came to aaron l uh what was the what was the thought process behind um bring her as your as your lock because i already know a little bit about this anyway uh where i know a lot about um aaron l what, <laughs> what how she became your first lock character but what was that what was that process well I was originally actually going to bring a totally different character in as my first art character. Um, so Arnell was originally a Dungeons and Dragons character that I'd created. She was a um, dragon monk. It was some way of the dragon monk or something like that. Um, <laughs> way of the ascendant dragon. It's not been that long. <laughs> been a while so many years so many years <laughs> some sort of dragon monk it's not as if you're like you've played a million classes you've literally played two classes in I D &D. played her in like three games and she's been some different monk in everyone she was a monk okay so she was the one i brought in but initially i was actually going to bring in annalise annalise is my elven bard that i play a lot and i love her to bits when it came time to come into my first ever LARP, I was like, I'm going to bring her in. She's all purple. She's got this really strong accent. This is going to be amazing. And I changed my mind for a lot of reasons. First of all, I decided I didn't like the color purple that much. And I wanted to change all my kit to blue and RNL was in a blue kit. That's one of the reasons. <laughs> the other one was the accent. I was like, I can hold an accent like that for a D&D game. I can't hold it for a full weekend. I definitely didn't have the confidence to hold that for a whole weekend and play a character that, that was that out there. So I went for RNL. Like I said, RNL, Dungeons and Dragons character. She was quite simple, quite basic. Um, and I just took her out of there. I'd already played her. She does have a slight, She's um, she has my fantasy accent. <laughs> when i try to do an english accent it's um it's her fantasy accent yeah um i just brought her out from from that uh she had a really nice look and feel to her she had the same color of hair as me I had that silver hair she had a lot of features i basically built her based on the way i look so it fit perfectly and going back to the pinterest thing i came across uh an image of like an, an artist rendition of a sort of a LARP character and it had all the same looks and features and feels and it had the blue so I was like, oh that that's actually what I want so that's why I kind of brought her into it like that and um, I knew I could play her I knew I'd have fun with her and she wasn't as out there so I knew if I wasn't feeling that confident it'd work um, but like you, you brought Godric in though. So, what was your thought process behind bringing Godric in as your as your first character? Yeah, so so Godric was my fifth edition, uh, fifth edition D and D uh, paladin character. Um, so 
when we talk with like we're talking we're going to talk about character creation here but um for my first character godric i i already had him created in in D, right so the inspiration for godric was he i basically his backstory was based on a um a heavy metal song um and it was a stereotypical like my father's sword and oh yeah I, you know i've got to stand in my father's shadow but his his personality i wanted to i so one of my favorite disney films maybe my favorite it's very close up there is uh, hercules right um so it in the disney movie hercules i i looked at hercules's personality and it's basically the personality right right after he finishes his training up until up until the the hydra fight and that was basically his entire personality was was based on the on what hercules was like in between those um and that gave me a a really easy D character who was yeah a, a paladin he was like oath of uh he was oath of heroism because it was uh... it was unearthed arcana oath of the oath of glory hadn't come out yet but he would now be oath of glory um weird funnily enough <laughs> so yeah he was an oath of heroism paladin uh and it, it gave me a real easy like oh he he wants to be a hero um and I suppose we'll we'll get into it a bit further, but my my whole thing with like creating characters, um, obviously you want to get the aesthetic, you want to get the backstory, but the most important thing is for me is what's true, right? And this is this comes if I'm like, you know, if I'm running a, a running a tabletop game, if I'm creating an NPC, or if I have to do a little bit of improv, uh, and you're creating characters on the spot, you what makes those characters believable is how you act in that, in any situation you put them in and you're like, well, how, how do I know how they're going to act in that position? Uh, for me, I just, this is something I've come up with. I can't actually remember where I got this from, but um, all you need to know is what's true for the character, right? So uh, for my D and D Godric wanted to be the greatest hero that, that ever lived right and um that was his one driving goal so anything that got him close to that um uh which he was he was pretty he was pretty like into glory actually uh but he was so uh determined that his destiny was to was to die as a hero being the greatest hero to ever have lived like he was extremely reckless <laughs> and he <Yeah>. was <laughs> I made him super tanky, but he was good because he like he worked in the party because, um, yeah, he would just stand in front of everything, you know, and and if anything needs to be done, and he would always do what he think he thought was right. But then it's difficult to know what's right and wrong in these situations, right? Especially when you're playing a game of, and it's a little bit like, is this an evil choice? But is it a a good choice? Most role playing games these days don't just have good and evil, right? So you you got to know right what what was true for godric godric wanted to be the greatest hero to ever live he's going to base what he thinks is right and wrong off of that you know if he mm. thinks oh you know if you go right do we sit do we save these people or these people it's like well how would i have to go behind godric's consciousness and be like right uh what would he think it would be the right choice here based on his 
motivations you know what's true for him you know he's like right i want to yeah. be one of the greatest hero if i save if i save these people that's a, that's a heroic thing they will thank me they will spread my story all this and you know you almost want to think like subconsciously um now i love playing that character and i <laughs> when i when i looked at like the dawn brief i'm just like godric fits in here so well um especially if i go in as a knight errant now godric was way like i played godric way younger like my dnd version of godric and i'm like godric would be good in this game because he would just be like right i'm up for anything i'll do anything you know and i'll run into <laughs> danger and i'll do this and do that looking back i kind of regret playing like calling my character godric now because i feel like they are such different people. My my D and D Godric and my Empire Godric are now completely different. That they, they had completely different stories, yeah. completely different person. Not completely different, but because they they were both they were both that kind of type. Um, but they they just ended up being two different characters. And part of me is like, oh, I wish I hadn't called him Godric because I don't feel like I can go back and play my D and D Godric now. <laughs> so. I feel the same. Like I feel like I can't I can't play RNL now. Like it's just gone mm. <laughs> i can't just be roller into this well it'd be weird because like if i went and played like D D as godric i think i would slip into empire godric i wouldn't slip yeah. into old D old D D godric um i think there may be different enough that i possibly could but yeah i could i could totally see you struggling with like as soon as we start go oh, rnl because your your rnl was at least at least my godric was like sword and shield it was very like um they aesthetically and lifestyle wise both my godricks were similar like your mm. rnls were very different i was about to say um if i really think about it my new character nymeria is more like my dnd rnl yeah i would agree with that and yeah. like so rnl dnd rnl was based off of sarah lance um white canary in Legends of Tomorrow. Now, even down to the name, the name Sarah Lance through one of the Elven translators is Arnel Talathian. That's how I got her name. And everything was like that. Now, the Sarah Lance backstory is um, that she was an assassin. Um, there's a lot of different things there. Arnel's backstory wasn't that. She was the daughter of a miner. She... um really she had a closer upbringing to like of like like Arya Stark if you like she was like you know she mainly was always around a load of boys she tried to be like them and you know that way and she, she would fight and learn things and she she wasn't really afraid of things when I actually look at Nymeria I didn't actually realize this till um last night I was doing character creation last night for Nymeria um a friend who is going to have a backstory connection with Nymeria we sat up and we did a full we built part of her backstory together where we basically set a scene and um I won't tell all the details but I'll say the scene was a brass coast tavern and we started it there and then we built the story of how they knew each other and what they did and what this relationship was and it went all so many different ways I was like wow I didn't expect this but as I was doing it, I was like, wow, Nymeria is more like D&D &D than D&D &D than um, 
Laura Farnell ever was, which is quite interesting. And I think it's just because I'm a bit more confident at playing some someone who is a bit sharper. LARP Arnell was freaking like speaking to Rapunzel. Like she was all happy and cheery <laughs> and smiling and loved everyone and would help everyone and would get up and dance and sing songs. And she was just, yeah. Whereas our original D&D character wasn't like that and Hymeria is certainly not like that. So it's quite cool to exercise that different... Um, role-play muscle i guess <laughs> yeah i mean I, this is the thing so like godric came in a little bit like my DD godric he was very um yeah he was very vanilla you know he's very just like oh yeah i want to be a hero i'll i'll um i'll step up to the plate now that's what's interesting about playing like DD. Um, most of the time you're like a small group of heroes and the world is populated by like commoners who don't want to be heroes um so if you're coming in being like oh yeah you know i'm the heir to the throne and but i ran away from home and now i want to save um all the people from my tyrannical relatives you know who are you know in charge of this empire or whatever you can't really do that in a in a big style game like empire because literally thousands of people there they're all they're all heroes right so you're not going to be you're not really going to be the one coming up and being like, "I'm the hero," and everyone else is going to be like, "Oh, thank, thank, thank the 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 virtues that a hero has come." You know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think a a good a good tip is make try to make a character for the game that you're playing. Um, and even though that sounds very obvious. You know, obviously, don't bring a, you know, a, try and bring a space marine into, um, yeah, yeah. One of the a, a good bit of advice is to create a character for the game you're playing, and that that seems like really kind of obvious advice. Like, don't bring a space marine into Empire LARP. Um, I know, I know people try to do that type of thing in all sorts of things. Like they try and make, oh, I want to try and make Batman in, in this D&D setting as, as close as you can. Uh, but yeah, like trying to make a character that doesn't quite fit with all the other players is going to be difficult. You know, if, if you if you come in and you're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the main character um, and everyone else is going to do this around my character then that's not going to work for you in a game full of thousands of people because um they've all got their own game going on uh, make a character that um works in the setting um and i think i think godric i purposely brought him in because of that as well because i thought yeah. he's, he's a pretty good template for yeah he's 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 coming in he wants to prove himself and that's he fit really well into the the Dornish knight errant brief. Yeah, and... yeah, he was like he was a knight in shining armor that wanted to succeed and work up this up this hierarchy and then prove himself to others. And yeah. he had all these goals that were just perfect for that Dornish brief. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, do you want to do go over like so? Empire character creation. Uh, your 
most people who are going to be listening to this are, uh, if they're LARPing, they're going to be an empire. Um, we won't go over the empire character creation stuff. Um, I guess I guess we can go over it slightly. So we, we have already done a full guide on empire LARP, how to make a character, how to get onto the website, how to make it, what are the steps that you go through making it. Um, also, there are some other fantastic creators that have done videos like that. So our our friend uh, Holly the Small and Mark Sherlock Humes, both their videos are, are really good if you're wanting to um, learn specifically about Empire and creating mechanically, creating a character in Empire. Um, but I think we should probably talk about like some of the more kind of nuanced parts of that process yeah because i mean that's that's a common a common question as well i see that in a lot of the um facebook groups and discord channels where people are like oh you know i've decided to come to this larp i picked you know um using empire as an example i've picked what nation that i'm i'm joining and everything else i'm about to create my character where do i start what do i actually do and i mean like like oliver said the mechanics and everything are there but that's only one part of actually creating that character this character that is that you are going to actually play yourself you're going to be this person for however long you intend on on playing them so I think it is really important to pick something that you are actually comfortable playing because if you go for a character that it turns out you're not overly comfortable playing them for a long period of time, that can also stunt your game as well. But keeping in mind, if you're a new player especially, if you choose a character and you decide to give them like, um, let's just say you decide you're going to be wearing a wig and then you get to the event and after the first few hours you're like, I need this off of my head now. <laughs> Yeah. No one's gonna question it if you just if you make a change to your character. Mm -hmm. It's okay to do that. Yeah. Um, but it's good to try these things out beforehand, trying out kit, trying out accents, trying out certain um role play scenarios with friends. That could be really good to help you get the right feel for the character that you are wanting to mm. portray. Yeah, I mean that's massive because yeah, you brought up like five things there that I know, sorry. are like <laughs> It's okay, you know. There's like that's there's massive parts of all of that as well. You know, it's like, okay, how do I create character? How do I create a LARP character? Um, especially if you're like, right, okay, I want to create my Empire LARP character. Where do I start? Okay, I go on to uh, the PD website, um, and it'll ask you to give them a name. Um, I think this is a thing in most LARPs. I mean, some LARPs will give you names depending on what what LARP, what kind of LARP yeah. you're doing. Um, if you're creating a character that you can do pretty much entirely your own character. When it comes to Empire, uh, there's thousands of people on the field. Don't worry about duplicating names. There, 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 will, be, there will be lots of names that are similar. Um, oh, that's a really good point, actually, because remember our first time coming and I was going to play Annalise. That's one of the reasons I found out there was oh, really? another person called Annalise in like, um, like in the nation. I was like, oh, oh, maybe I can't go for that name, actually. And I got really like, like confused about mm. that. And I was really worried about 
duplicating names yeah. and i was like going through that and it's not until i've actually played and i'm like well it's fine yeah <laughs> you can yeah so <laughs> yeah like and because they're all themed as well so for example dawn has an arthurian theme so you're going to find a lot of uh, mask characters that have names of knights of the round table you know you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of uh uh, Arthur's and Tristan's and Kay's and and Bedivere's and yeah, you're gonna have lots. Uh, you're gonna have lots of those kind of duplicates. But it's in. You're the... also gonna get like a lot of like um, Guinevere's and things yeah. like that, like focusing on those sort of historical names yeah. from that time period. Exactly, Th themes and like you know Wintermark. There's um, lots of um, uh, Wolfricks and you you get the you get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> you get you get you get the idea right so uh names aren't a big deal really in uh uh sorry na names uh duplicated names aren't really a big deal um yeah like if you're um really new to like creating a character in general i mean like we've come from the D, D background but if this is the first time that you're actually creating a character and you're really like i have no idea how to name a character there's a lot of different resources out there as well there's one online called Fantasy Name Generator, and it's brilliant. You can um, filter it to all different things and also to time periods. You can literally um, set a time period and put in a, a gender, or you can select no gender, and you can get a lot of these sort of neutral names that can come up and fit in with what you're after. Um and if you are a D and D player as well, if you've got those resources, there's names, suggested names under like every single race in the book, and I tend to um I tend to follow all those sort of things. Or, well, my favorite is the Elven prefix and suffix um list, and I literally pick ones that I like and I match them together and I use the meanings from them. That's yeah. just like my go-to <laughs> they do what sounds cool and every every rpg and larp the um they'll have on in their rule books or on their websites suggestions for uh naming as well um yeah. also also i mean it very much depends on you um on things like groups so um that's one thing the big thing like i said there was quite a few things you mentioned before like you mentioned like other other people um with empire and creating a character um there's going to be a big difference in character creation if you are coming into a group or if you're coming in solo uh coming in solo yeah. you can you can kind of just have a play and and do whatever you want really you know um coming in with a group um you're gonna get you, you probably got more limitations but you're also going to get way more feedback, you know, and, and you're going to get way more feedback on, on character concepts and ideas, you know, um, you can come to your, if you, if you find a group and you're like, Hey, I'm thinking about playing this type of character, especially if you're new to it. Um, you can come to your group and say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I mean, you can do this when you're playing solo anyway, because this is what the forums yeah. and Facebook and whatever are for, you know, you come and go, right. Okay. I'm thinking about playing this character. what do you think? And then, the experienced players will say oh yeah you know that might not fit within if you play that type of character you might come across this um for example if i want to play i want to play an assassin in empire it, people are going to be like well 
you're probably not going to have that much fun because there's not really much room for that in an empire. Like it's 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 doable, um, but it's probably not the experience that you're putting forward to us now that you want you know type yeah. of thing if you're in a group then you're going to get a way more focused um form of 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 tweaking feedback you know like so if you come into a noble house um and then people go all right well we've all got pre-established characters you can come in as a niece or a nephew or um you know you you could come in as a squire you could come in as a yo folk we need this that these are the archetypes um these are the type of things we're doing in the game you know and that'll give you ideas for going all right i can i can create a character that'll work with this group as well as the game yeah no no i think that like works out really well so like i know you were saying like there are obviously more limitations maybe when you're joining a group but i think that can actually be really good because when you are that like um brand new player and you have just come into it there are so many choices you can make and there's so many options when it comes to like everything from what your background is going to be what your backstory is are you going to be fighting then what's your fighting style how do you look what do you dress like there's so many options out there it can be quite overwhelming to be like you can do anything but if you are joining a group and they're like, okay, our colors are blue and silver. Um, this is what the house tends to focus on. And this is, um, here's a load of, of group members. Um, you can literally like, oh, right. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to start getting some kit. I know I'm looking for blue and silver kit. Um, that's the, my, my first bit that kind of helps me out hmm. there. And then you can be like, oh, maybe I, maybe this car, maybe we grew up together. Did, did, did you grow up in the house? Maybe we were friends. And then you can build it a lot easier and it gives you that thing to fall back on because yeah, like what Oliver said, maybe playing an assassin in the actual game itself. Now there are people that follow that type of path might not be the most fun coming into it. There's nothing stopping you putting anything you want in your backstory. I mean, you can literally say that you were like a private assassin for years and years and years and years, and now you're not. But you can still have that as part of your story, where at some point when you're more experienced, that might come back into it again. Who knows? So you brought up backstories there. So currently, uh, (laughs) for for my current character in Empire, Damon, his backstory section on his character is blank. Right? right so uh, a a few people have i have a backstory like have a backstory it's just not on the it's not on the on the character because all all they need all i need for my player pack is obviously my is my stats and my inventory that's all they kind of need and my name obviously as well um but uh for backstories that's you know that's something the other players will interact with now i'm not saying like do that um, but you can if you want. You don't really have to have much of a, a, a backstory at Empire apart from being, I'm a tourist um, and I've come to see Anvil for the first time. <laughs> that can literally exactly, be yeah. your backstory if someone asks you. Um, I have heard this as well, that some sometimes people get freaked out. Um, I mean, I've, see, I've seen it in real time at tabletop games. People get freaked out about like being asked about their backstory. I'm like, oh yeah, where are you from? And they're like, uh, especially if they're not you're not an experienced role player um or not confident role player you know mm. you've never done any kind of uh like improv improv stuff um you can't think of anything off the cuff you know uh most people i don't think i've ever been asked anything about backstory 
uh, in no. two years of being an empire. But I have heard stories of new new players coming in, and uh, people have been like, "Oh, so where are you from? What do you think about this?" Blah, blah, blah. And they've kind of like went, "Oh, I, oh, I don't know," type thing. Um, if you are in that situation, literally, I mean, the the magic words uh, empire LARP is I'm new to Anvil. That should should it should basically. Uh, it should def- diffuse diffuse any role play <laughs> that you have no idea what's going on. Um, the person you say it to will be like ah, and they'll they'll accommodate for you because all the players at Empire are really good like that. Everyone I've come across, um, uh, and I like to think that I'm like that because I've, I've I've actually had more people say to me I'm new to Amble than I ever did because I hardly not flex around, but, but I just I was I was fortunate that I'm, I was never really in a position. I think I said it like twice i think i said it my first 30 seconds <laughs> <laughs> i probably should have said it for 30 seconds. i probably should have i've already been like who wants to be the general uh new tumble should have said i'm new tumble <laughs> no oh my gosh um no like it is true um usually as well if someone is asking you like where are you from or what do you think of this because they want to talk about that thing or where they are from and that's usually they're just looking for that so when you're like oh yeah like i'm new here you know or i'm new to anvil um they're most likely just going to go ahead and tell you about all the things that they've just asked you about because they want to give you that and i for, for me anyway there's a lot of ways of learning things in the game and if you are um you can definitely sit and you can research you can read the wiki you can make all those connections beforehand and you can come in really knowledgeable i've known players to do that and they are incredible at the game or oh yeah the people come yeah. in as like a full expert they're like all right i want to be an expert on like not an expert but i want to be really knowledgeable like the Valorn, say yeah. and they come in as a new player and it's just like if you if you know what's on the wiki you're going to be very well informed that's why they've designed it i think a lot of other larp systems are like that as well because the, the the thing is is that with the 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 wiki and the law that's written down they're like you get to decide how much of this your character knows a lot you know exactly. so you, you can come in so even if you're like right i don't know what i would say if someone questioned me on wisdom if you know everything it says on the wiki about wisdom you're going to be pretty well in, informed basically um, and if you don't, it's the type of game that we're all role players. You know, that's, I think that's a bit of a difference between D&D and a big game like Empire yeah. is that it's not really a mechanical game that you're out to win. There's not like a computer that we're out to beat. Uh, I know so, a lot of LARPs are like this, you know, like the, the, um, like the linear LARPs and things like that, where it's just like you go, you have an encounter your the, the the idea is to like win the encounter and then you move yeah. on to the next encounter um, empire really isn't like that like you said if someone comes up and is like oh yeah what do you think about the stuff happening with jam um the best thing you can say you can say i'm new to anvil and they're gonna be like, all right and you can change the conversation probably the best thing is uh to say is i'm new to anvil I don't know much about Jean. What can you tell me about it? Because if they've come up and asked you specifically, yeah, they they, they should have something yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, they're probably wanted. They're probably wanted to talk spot. about you know Jean, right? So you, it's it's definitely not a game where you need to worry about going. Oh no, what if I don't know 
hey, I mean, I did not know a single virtue and I managed, I sat down in an interview and was asked about <laughs> the virtues. Um, you sitting there and was it Phil that was next to you where like, they were like talking about virtues and then you were like, yes, I agree with... <laughs> I agree, yeah. I, I think and they're like, oh, they, I think they asked us there, what, what are the armies of Dawn? And I, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, Phil had said, "Oh yeah, like because I knew I knew we were sitting, we were, um, you know, we were all standing for the Hounds of Glory." So I was like, "Well, there's the Hounds. Obviously, there's the Hounds of Glory." Hounds of glory. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the yeah, and uh, yeah, and I think I think I think because we were all getting asked the same thing, and I think I was just like I think I just embellished on what the person to my left said. <laughs> What's, what 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 virtue fun. do you most uh yeah i was like what virtue do you uh most identify with and someone next to me was like oh yeah courage and i was like oh yeah courage because i feel like <laughs> it was when you you started like asking the other candidates things as well as when you were sitting there and then they'd like said something and you like you're like oh yeah what, what, what does that mean? could you like maybe elaborate on that one a bit more and i'm just like Dude. oh well i mean yeah, i mean the thing is right like they 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 knew i was new right and uh the 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 senators and and the other candidates knew i was it was new uh maybe they all didn't know but it became obviously became apparent that i was i was new um and yeah i, I think it wasn't I, it wasn't actually completely apparent because there was people afterwards because our aggregore was there and it was our aggregore that like brought me over to like listen i'm like ah scary and then she's there chatting and then i heard her like saying to you yes first time in anvil over there and like i was listening to this and everyone's like what and everyone was quite in shock after learning that so you definitely did manage to like blag it enough <laughs> oh yeah i mean this this is the thing so i mean also like i did well for what i i was equipped with which was like obviously nothing um but also what i was aiming to do like i didn't come in because you could you could because players do come in going right i i I am new to this game and there's this thing called um, a senator and that's what I'm going for. And then within their first like three events become senator because they've actually done the research and they've actually yeah. like learnt about that game. And then they've come into the game being like, Hey, I won is this game. Whereas I came into the game being like, Hey, I'm going to just come in and see what happens, you know, and you can, you can do both. Um, which is good, which is, um, which is good. Now, uh, but one of the uh one of the big you brought up accents before right that was one of the things yes. you said before as well right um you got to be careful with accents but like for the reason obviously you said like putting on an accent um uh, people talk about voices not always accents but like pe put, changing the cadence of your voice yeah this is advice that a lot of people uh will give i would you, you've got to be careful with it um because yeah it's it's a you you got to do it for a prolonged period of time um and are you concentrating more on an accent than an actual character um because you got to be careful that i mean that's that's when things can slip into am i a character or am i being a stereotype right you you you've got to make sure you're walking for you know for obvious reasons you got to make sure you're work, walking that line if you're deciding to do you know an accent that isn't your own then you got to make sure that you're doing it out of like appreciation and not appropriation that's, yeah. that's a, as you've got something you've got to be aware of um the thing and... is, well we see accent 
accent can mean a lot of different things. Like you can change how your accent completely sounds by just lowering the tone that you speak in or by yeah. increasing it slightly yeah, or by just tiny little changes can make a huge difference. You don't have to be like, oh, I need to do an accent. Um, I'm going to do an Australian accent and have a perfect Australian accent for the whole weekend. You can just change slight little bits. I mean, that's all I do. Yeah. I mean, I think my fantasy accent is quite well, a I mean, bit better. Th- th- this, yeah. yeah, this is an odd thing because... Um... You know, people will like because you know I'll, I'll I'll do accents for different characters, um, and they don't need to be perfect. Um, it is not. I don't think people are going to. I mean, people people do. Hopefully, people on the LARP field aren't. You know, I think we've all been a part of like a D and D table where you've tried to put on accent and everyone kind of makes fun of oh, what accent is that supposed to be like totally it's yeah. like yeah it's like <laughs> yeah I mean it's not it, people aren't going to call you out for. Um, appropriation i mean i've had it before it's just like oh what accent is that supposed to be a scottish accent? i'm like no it's a it's a it's it's a it's an elf accent in my world all right <laughs> it's not it's not scottish at all um so yeah but as long as your your accent is telling you something about the character and it's not just because obviously that's where stereotypes pop up is that it's just mm-hmm. like is it is it is the is the character the accent or is it so yeah I, I would be careful with them also like a comfort thing if you're comfortable comfortable doing um an accent and it helps you get into character uh more than i say it could go for it um i, I couldn't care less if you're if you're trying to aim for a, a nordic accent you totally miss it but it is it's something that makes your character unique and it isn't um uh yeah, it's 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 some it's something that's not just oh yeah you know the the thing about this character he has a funny voice it's like well that's that's not a character then is it <laughs> you know yeah I mean like um for RNL originally as a D and D character I really wanted to nail a different accent I hadn't done it at this point I had not come up with a different accent for a character and I really wanted something different and I actually sat and I listened over and over and over again to um voice clips from Claudia Black and Lena Headey. Those were the two people I went for. And I just kept, and I repeated every line, but that was for a three hour game. And I kind of got there. And I wanted to do the same for LARP. And honestly, I came in and I started it and I kind of went, I, I no. I think my first full event, I didn't really change my accent. It wasn't till like the second or third event. And I was like, oh yeah, no, this is fine. Whereas now, with Nymeria, the accent is one of the things, just like the wig, just like the makeup, just like the full kit. It's one of the things that allows me in my my head to become that character. So changing your accent, changing slightly the way that you speak can help you a huge amount to become a different character and keep yourself and that character separate if mm-hmm. that's what you are really trying to go for. Yeah. The thing is, and there's lots of ways to change your voice other than just going, oh, I'm going to do it and do an accent. So um, anybody who's done any kind of like um, theater work or, you know, stage work, any type of acting or anything like that knows that uh, your posture has a lot to do with how you sound. You know, th- yeah. th- this is kind of podcast posture, presenting posture but you know you can you can by 
standing upright and like for, for Damon, I'm always trying to look down my nose at people. So even just standing differently and, and looking and he always, you know, he always thinks he, he, he thinks he has everything figured out. He doesn't, he doesn't know he has everything figured out, but he, he acts as if he does have everything figured out. So that makes me speak in a different cadence to how I usually speak. Um, and the, the 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 same with the same with Godric, you know, that he was always smiling. Having a smile on your face changes changes your voice, you know. Um, so it doesn't always doesn't always have to be an accent. Uh, one of, one of the other things that um, we we've had lots of guests on that have given really really good advice on um, creating characters. Um, there's a few that stick out. Um, one of the main ones because we talked about it a lot was when we talked to Henry about it. Um, I was going to say Henry actually is. Yeah, because we, we talked at length uh, about um, at, like character creation. Uh, one of the things that stuck out for me that he said was uh, don't, um, don't create a character who's at the end of their story arc. Like, don't make a fully... I'm, I'm, didn't, not, not, it's not exactly what he said, but... Um, don't make a character that is fully formed. Uh, you you want to get a, a little bit like you know I was saying with like okay I'm going to base this character on Hercules, but his his personality is going to be that that um, end of Act One uh, part of his character because he's a different because obviously in a, when you it's a film and the character goes from a child to someone who is like a demigod and and falls in love and like it's a very like that's a that's a character arc that has to go within an hour and 20 minutes right um mm. so it's a he's a very different hercules is a very different character obviously he's a baby at the start but like he's a very different character <laughs> from when he like leaves home to when he like um gives up his divinity for his true love like that's a that's a mass it's a massive difference so like i, I was like right okay I'll choose this part, which is really early in his development and suits and suits the 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 age and the the motivation of the character I have. Um, but if you come in being like, okay, I'm already, I'm I, I'm already the I'm already the best, you know, version. I'm already the end form, not the best. I'm already the end of my story arc. Especially with backstories, you got to be careful with that because it's like, okay, I've already gone through all this stuff, and it's just like, well, where's your room for development? You know, if you come in being like, right, I'm coming and I already know exactly what this character thinks about everything, you're not really going to give yourself room to grow. I mean, you will because you're going to have yeah. experiences. Like when you're playing the game, like that's why I think it gets a bit tedious uh, for me when, you know, you, you, you sit down and you play D&D, we all have our backstories you know the the good the good storytelling uh, dungeon masters uh, or you know um, game masters who play in other um, other games will mine backstories. You know later on. You know when it's when it's relevant or they're running out of uh, ideas and they're like, okay, backstory now. Uh, but it's always tedious, isn't it, when you're sat down at a and D table and. Uh, someone on the table is just like, "Oh, I've just met you. Here's my entire backstory." It's like, "Cool, but we're 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 in this story, you know." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're in this story now. Um, it's a little bit how, like, 
the MCU and that has got a little tedious because it's always referencing another story or it's always referencing a future story and just like I just I want to watch this story okay we're in this story now I don't I don't need I don't need to hear about you know your your character's solo movie like we're in the Avengers now let's just let's just play through the Avengers and enjoy the Avengers while it's here that's not that's not constantly referenced so I think that's probably a good way to approach a LARP character is be like right okay They're going to start. This is they have they have a background, but this is the start of their story. When I walk into the field, so what I think is really good about backstories, though, is if you write them with someone else or with multiple people. Because if you decide that you and this other character have this um, this friendship, this story, this upbringing together, or something along those lines when you are just with that other person in the field the role play you have with them is different than the one the role play you have with others but also you can have those things where you have those little inside jokes with someone it makes you feel at ease because i found anyway with nymeria um so myself and kate who we found in the podcast we actually created quite a few things together and i felt quite comfortable around her i know kate in real life but I felt comfortable because Nymeria knew knew Safi and she she knew her. And it was a weird sort of thing. So I was like, oh, no, I know our history together. We don't need to sit and discuss it. But we've created a history together. I can sit and I can talk to you and I can feel a level of comfort that is not there with everyone here, even though I also know all of these people outside of LARP as well. And it was a really weird experience because it was the first time of me experiencing that because with RNL, obviously, and you know one on the field apart from apart from, from you, and we created our stories together. Um, but going around and having this level of comfort with certain people and certain groups was crazy quite interesting because we knew our history together no one else did but it created that comfort and that sort of confidence to um be a little bit more self but also to push that role play in a different way which i thought was was quite fun a fun thing you can do with a backstory yeah and you have a story to tell as well like especially if you're yeah. like okay i i'm i you know if, if you're a little bit more um, confident coming in um, to a, a LARP and it's like, okay, you can go the route of like, oh, you know, I don't really know much. You know, I'm, new, I'm new, you know, I'm completely new to this nation and, and this and what what is all this? What is this? You know, acting like um, Jack Skeleton in, in Christmas Land type thing. Um, but if you, <laughs> that's a, that's, it's a good, it's, it's a good start. Um, it's a good start. Oh all the memes are going to come from this now <laughs> it's a... new players at empire what's this, <laughs> what's this? <laughs> oh don't don't um you need, to watch, you need to watch that actually i haven't watched it's that rouge in... everywhere <laughs> i haven't watched that in a while um... there's an election over there oh my god i'm gonna lose my sorry, point sorry, what, was sorry. The... what's my what was my point uh i don't know yeah but if you if you, if you are confident you have you know, if you write yourself a backstory that you can use to when you are around a tavern, you can you can sneak your backstory in. Um, there's been a couple of players that I've I've mentioned before that have done a very good job at like sneaking the backstory in. Um, so I know uh, Dave's character Mercy was like, uh, I was I remember just I remember just sitting there being like, man, that was an impressive way to put 
a backstory in because it was literally he did it relating to what our characters were currently going through it was just mm-hmm. like oh yeah i'm going through this and then he just like slipped this little bit of backstory in and it felt completely organic and it didn't feel like shoehorn <laughs> it's just like lord it wasn't like lord dump here you go here's here's my it's, it was just like oh no um, that that's um that that's always a cool technique if you can do it um like you said so, something that if if you're in a group obviously like backstories are are good to start fleshing out so you know what relationship you have with these people going in again it's difficult to it's difficult to completely say because i've i've seen this mistake happen as well in in ttrpgs and in larp um where people go oh we're going i'm gonna come in and we're gonna have this relationship and they're my best friend and or we're gonna get married one day and it hasn't hasn't really worked out because again you're like that's the start this when the game starts there's the start of the story and then you start making those bonds you know and that then you know how this character interacts with this character it's not always because it's not scripted it's not always obvious that you're like oh yeah this character and this character i think they're gonna get along i think it'd be friends and then you actually start role-playing with them you're like these yeah these two don't have the the relationship that i thought they were gonna have you know yeah exactly and i think that's it's a risk that you take i guess when it comes to making those sort of things and those connections um so what you and i did with rnl and godric we created our backstory together we decided um our characters were very very um intertwined together they Mm -hmm. had a an, an upbringing together it was a really um beautiful story that we developed then in our backstory both characters went their separate ways for a time and then came back together again time for anvil it was beautiful and perfect because it left a little gap in there that gap allowed us to develop things like it gave us the opportunity for when we were first year of our first event if one of us really like falls in love with a certain part of the game it gives us an opportunity to be like oh well you know godric i actually um a couple of years ago i met somebody from um from urzen and they, they told me about this and you can you can fill in those bits and create a backstory after the fact does that make sense yeah um but nymeria and damon although we did create it together we didn't create it together as in depth as we did with rnl and godric we kind of trusted one another i think it was the opposite actually i think well no 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 no. i think no i think it was the opposite to how we did it with how you describe how we did with godric and rnl because godric and rnl we went okay we made like the entire backstory the start of the backstory and then the tail end we left open and then obviously when we were reunited oh, yeah 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 whereas with damon nymeria we were like oh okay well we know we were like the ending is that of the backstory is that we are we are married um mm-hmm. and you married into you did a test of our into my house and then we worked back then we just went our separate ways and went all right let's make these two characters then and then we um made these characters histories completely separate and then just knowing in the end they would they would then be married um because we're coming in as like older characters than godric and aranel were um yeah so that they, you know they've already lived a bit of life we've been married for a while um we're already established in our houses uh but no that that was a re- it was interesting that we did it 
just thinking about it now, we did it completely the other yeah, way around. Yeah, we did two opposite things, yeah. and both worked out so far <laughs> really well. Mm. It was just a different way of doing it. Um, because I was a little bit all over the place, wasn't I, with them with Nymeria? It took me a while to figure out what I was going to do. I'm so glad. I'm so happy with the character I've got. I'm so glad with who she is. Um, she's um now because I was one of the reasons I was so upset to lose Aranel is she made me feel really brave. She was part of me that was brave and fearless and out there. And I felt that losing that, I was losing that part of myself. In reality, I was gaining something even more with this new character because Nymeria is all brave and outgoing and everything. But in the a different sense is that she's not scared to come across as being a bit rude she she's not scared of that she will state her point she's not a people pleaser she will do what she needs to do and that is something that has made me grow even more even though it took me so long to get to let go of that from Aranel. I remember actually fully sobbing being like I've lost that part of me I'm not gonna feel brave anymore she's gone <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't that wasn't true <laughs> yeah yeah um that's the thing that's what these characters do i mean it was um one bit of advice that people give um and i, I keep saying it like that because it's not when people say oh do this with your character it is advice and you, you know, the thing mm. with advice is you don't have to take it it works for some people yeah. works for it doesn't i think the i think it's all good advice i think most of the stuff i bring up is is pretty pretty good advice one thing you will hear quite commonly is um take a bit of your personality and dial it up to 11 that, that's one thing that yeah. um people do advise uh again i i mean i would be i would be careful with that as as well i mean it can it can work depending Depends on what part of your personality it, you're yeah <laughs> that that's it that's it so you know you you can um you know like like godric was a little bit of a yeah, like I, I have that part of my personality that, um, I mean, I spoke at the start of the podcast about, you know, I, I enjoy watching, um, combat sports and things like that. I, I, I have a soft spot, um, for certain parts of bro culture as well. So, like, turning that, taking that dial and turning that up a little bit was kind of, was kind of Godric. Um, what you've got to be careful with that if you're like, if you're taking your own personality and dialing a part of it up um you got to be careful of bleed uh you you yeah. it's um it, that's another topic um it's that that is is worth lots of discussion um bleed for people who don't know who are maybe new to role playing games um it's it's when the emotions of your character is felt by the person playing the character um so again if you're if you're taking you're like oh yeah you know i want to take this part of my personality who's like really um you know really strident and opinionated uh and you know you, you're talking a certain way and uh someone you have a disagreement in character because of that you sparked by the way you're acting if you get pushback on that and you know you you haven't done a lot of role playing. It's new character. You haven't done character creation before. Then yeah, your 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 real life feelings might, um, yeah, might might be affected. You you're you're going yeah. to you might you might risk that um, slightly. But like you said, it depends on what part of your personality you want to you want to. Yeah, up. I mean, like 
because that is definitely one thing. I mean, like, I'm I'm quite quite friendly and outgoing. I made Arnell really friendly and outgoing, um, and it was great. Um, but with Nymeria, I decided I'm going to pick something that I wish I was, and I'm going to try it. And I, I think that's wish... better. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a like... better way of approaching that type of advice. I think it's I think that's better worded actually than take a part take something that i'm good at and dial up to 11 i think honestly that is a way better thing to do especially in larp because that helps you as a player grow as a person you know yeah like i i wish it was uh, a bit more um i don't know what the right words for it i want to say like outspoken or a bit more like dominant in that sort of sense but i just i wish i wasn't always so quiet in certain situations i wish i had the the nerve to speak up and to allow my voice to be heard i wish i had that confidence and i wish i had the confidence to not care if it if i do appear to be rude in a sense when it comes to these sort of more dominant situations and that's something that i was terrified to do in larp and i've done it as nymeria so far and yeah it was it was scary at first don't get me wrong it was scary having people who are my friends who i have a total i had a totally different relationship with this rnl and having them come in to speak to me and me give them that look that's like how dare you approach me and speak to me like that you will ask permission to, to sit if you're coming here or you will move so that i can be seated i started it like that the relationship i now have with these people is amazing because it has grown a totally different way yeah. because it's it, it, it's it's going over that line of you still want to be that person that people want to have like like you you see oliver like sit around the fire and have a drink with and, and have a bit of fun you still want to be that person but it's it's being seen a little bit differently a little bit um what's the right word like um being seen as a bit more uh, with a bit more authority in a sense yeah um and that's something that i definitely wanted to play i was like this is something i wish i was i'm gonna make my lark character be like that i'm gonna role play it and i am going to see if that's something i can do and turns out it is because that is something that every so often day to day life i do sometimes think well what would my maria do yeah. I'll be, I'm not going to like start a sword fight in the street, just to be really clear. But <laughs> what would Nymeria do in this situation? Well, she wouldn't really care what that person thinks. So she should just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the other bit of that does kind of tie into that is advice you'll hear is uh, take uh, an opinion that you don't hold your, or an opinion you hold yourself in general and then have your character take the opposite um yeah to, to make it very different from yourself again i would be careful with that because that is really fun that's, that's actually the type of role play i enjoy the most um that's what i really uh enjoy about i mean especially when in an empire with like the religion being like okay you know the way and going in fact actually most kind of religious characters you're going to play in an rpg this is uh, i find it i understand why people find it so fun is because a lot of time you don't personally hold those opinion those opinions or beliefs um in a lot of cases a lot of beliefs in those games you can't because it's make-believe as well um but i really enjoy 
doing that, especially when it's it, when it's an, uh, an opinion that I personally hold the opposite to. I find that really fun. Um, again, I would be careful with that because uh, you know that you hold the opposite opinion to that. Some of the people you're role playing with might not hold that opinion. And and going back to what you said about like the uh, the people that you're role playing with, you know, in in the in these big LARPs, people are going to accommodate for you. So if you're like, hey, I want to play a more authoritative character, you know, and, you know, there are obviously realities of the real world um, that come into this as well. Um, you know, if you are of a certain group and you come into, um, you know, in the real world, and you come into a LARP and be like, hey, I want to be in charge of this group of uh, of men. Uh, people are probably going to accommodate you uh, no problem at all you know even if you know they're probably not going to be like oh this person's rude you know um so that they're going to accommodate your your role play um to it to an extent um but talk to people you know i think yeah. i think that's that's the i think that is the crux actually of, of character creation unfortunately it's not like world of warcraft you can't just like sit there and make your I mean, it's probably not even a good example because even World of Warcraft is like, you know, it's it's a community thing. But like Baldur's Gate, you can't just sit down, write your backstory for your Baldur's Gate character, make the Baldur's Gate character however you want, do whatever you want, and the game is just going to react to what you do. Um, in a LARP or an RPG, speak to the pe- speak to people. You know, if you want to be, you know, if you want to be a, a magician who has certain views on the world, speak to people. Uh, out of the game and get a gauge for how you know you're going to get a gauge for how people are going to react to that on the field how easy it's going to be to do if you're going to have fun to be honest that's the thing that i i think that's the, that's the main thing you want to be um looking out for because if people if you're saying yeah. right hey i want to i want to play a, a thief um who goes around and wants to you know um steal everything from uh the uh you know the 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 empire or the senators and give it to people who don't need it you know i want to be a robin hood type um it might be disappointing when people say mm, you, yeah or you might not you might not be able to do that and if you do you're probably not going to have a great time but listen to the fact that they're saying you're not going to have a great time it's not the fact that they don't want you to do it because there are games where you can do that like there there's going to be a game out there if you really want to do that type of role play um but be conscious of the game that you're making a character for basically because exactly yeah make sure as well with all these systems and what we've talked about today we're talking about creating that character that works for the system you're in use the fact that you can do OC check-ins and it's something that we should really encourage a lot of. You've had a conversation or an interaction with someone as your character. You can OC check to make sure everything did actually go okay. Now an OC check-in can be done there and then. You can literally just feel like you're just just just, just OC. Um, I was that okay? You know, I didn't mean to, uh, you know, like when I shouted there, I didn't mean to actually scare you. I'm really sorry. You know, have that OC check-in, but that can be done after the event as well. You can go home and everything else. And the next week you might want to like wake up certain people, especially people you had a lot of interactions with. You can be like, hey, just watch an OC check-in. By the way, this is me. We met as these characters. It was really, you know, whatever. And then you can talk about these things. 
I've used this a lot. Um, I used it a lot with Nymeria because I was really unsure about how she was coming across. Um, so my person that I got in touch with about this was all like, oh no, that was great. Like we actually loved it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because I was worried in case, you know, I made you feel uncomfortable about this or that. So use that with your character. That feedback helps yourself. Um, and it also helps you form those relationships outside of the game as well, which I think is equally as important as those relationships you're making inside the game. Yeah. Yeah. C communication is key. Um, I, I, you know, I, I like seeing people on, on forums and Facebook and, and whatever being like, oh, hey, I've got this character idea and I'm new. What do I do? You know, what, what do you think? What, how, sh how do I be a bard? How do I be a senator? Well, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's that's the best thing to do uh, yeah. with with character creation um, is is you know create something that's going to be fun for you and is going to be fun for others to to play with. Um, so we're coming to the end of 2023. We should have one more guest episode next week, I think, and then it's then it's the new year. Um, 2023 uh, was a. Um, yeah, real, real fruitful year for to having to roll. We got uh, 1K subscribers, and um, yeah, the the community is going from strength to strength. Uh, what was your what was your highlight for <laughs> this year in LARP? I think that my highlight in this year in LARP was actually Arnal um standing in the middle of the glory square and having everyone kneel down before her and um um naming her the night protector of winter i think that was um that was a really beautiful moment for her i think that's probably like i could probably go on and on about a lot of highlights because i've got a lot that come up but if i'm going to stick to one it would be that one there that moment because that moment is what sparked so many highlights around that. Um, yeah, I think the highlight for for that would have just been that that moment was just really powerful. Yeah. What yeah. about what about you? What would your highlight be for this year in LARP? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've got I've got loads, but it has to it has to be just being on my deathbed. It like it like it has to be like this is that that just like retelling that. Um, on the podcast as well uh, was just it, it was it was something else it really was and and that whole event was um, just just a story and an experience again a lot of it was ups and downs it was type two fun a lot of it as well but it was it was definitely a highlight it was it was massive um, uh, we, we've had a great year on the podcast as well um, we've had we've had uh, some real uh real cool guests um again like to yeah retelling the story of us dying was like massively emotional to do like <laughs> recording all that um that was a, that was a big highlight um yeah 2023 uh you you started nexus adventures as well um yeah. so yeah if you're into uh actual play um pathfinder stream go check out uh robin playing with the hype goblin over on uh the hype goblins channel uh playing nexus adventures which is a pathfinder second edition uh yes, game. That's right. pathfinder 2e game yeah, uh, yeah. where i play annalise annalise the bard <laughs> so you like bardy fun i uh, love bardy fun i've also had to like come up with some really cool insults and do, do you want do you want to hear my most recent one go on 
it's the one that I literally used yesterday in the game and it was it was lots lot of fun and um I turned around to the enemy and I was just like well you know what I've known salads that dress better than you hey, that is such a PG <laughs> vicious mockery I, I had to come up with PG ones so I've got a list of PG vicious mockeries everyone that's, that's quite fun we'll have to come out with a PG vicious mockery book or something I do because my vicious mockery book is not PG yeah yeah. you still have that this, the link to that book is still somewhere right the link to that book is on our so it's on our Twitch page. I can put it Head in the description. Page. Yeah, it's there and you can link it and it takes you to a digital book that you can flip through and it's like got eighty something insults um that you can use for vicious mockery. Um and a fun fact, I've used a lot of them on the Druge. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's it's always it's always fun to use them in LARP. <laughs> uh man yeah like uh table tabletop i haven't been playing that much tabletop this year unfortunately um we should re really want to get and and play some more do some more uh D, D stuff it's been a massive year for D, D as well isn't it like it really has yeah yeah ups and downs <laughs> obviously we had the, uh, the beginning of the year we had the uh, the whole um ogl gate stuff um oh yeah what what's the best 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 film of the year would you think oh come on um 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 two just jumped to my head straight away mm -hmm. i don't know if they're the best ones and if i actually went away and thought well, about I mean, it, for you, i'm asking you like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> not rotten tomatoes um i love the D, D movie obviously i feel like that's where we're getting out there i love the D, D movie also we watched barbie the other night barbie's amazing go watch barbie yeah but yeah the thing is i'm not even that big a big a massive film nerd but um yeah out of the movies that i've seen this year uh D, D was good but like D, &D was good because it was surprisingly good because we were like oh this is actually good and, and like mm. we had a real good night didn't we like we saw it at a, yeah. at a, like a we we're almost the only people in the theater and it was they had D &D. like a special like D, &D drinks menu yeah, menu was... and stuff and it was like oh yeah no it felt like an event it, it was really good but um yeah we watched barbie the other day and i was like that's I, that, that's definitely the best film i've seen this year it's really good <laughs> <laughs> it's really good um and then Baldur's Gate this year just absolutely smashed it. Oh absolutely. my gosh! Right. Okay, 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 right. I, I've been playing the 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 early content since it came out, and I've replayed it again and again and again. I I, I love this game so yeah. much, and I'm not a gamer. Like I'm really not. Like if I actually think about it, like I I'm I'm not that into gaming a lot. I find one game and obsess over it for years, um and. Yeah, you so literally went from Dragon Age Origins to this, and that's it. <laughs> that's, your, that's your gaming I mean, library. If you look at the two games, you can kind of see why, right? Oh no, they're very similar. <laughs> they are. They're actually very, very similar. I think. I think Larian uh, definitely took. It's just a shame because I feel like, I feel like, Baldur's Gate Three is and and Divinity Original Sin are closer to Dragon Age Origins than Dragon Age. Uh, three inquisition was to dragon age origins you know it's 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 actually way similar to that and that was such a good game origins as well um but yeah no that um what a year i hope that let's let's uh let's look forward to 2024 and uh like i said we'll we'll have another episode for you uh next week in between christmas and new year um hopefully everyone has a uh lovely holiday season um hope you keep safe keep warm um, don't fall out with um, prejudiced family members and all that. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs>
<laughs> okay, I better wrap this up. <laughs> I've broken Robin. Um, anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening. If you are new here, consider subscribing to the channel. It is completely free and it helps us out tremendously. Give this video a thumbs up. Um, if you have any comments or questions about character creation or laugh in general, or you just want to let us know that you got to the end of the episode, leave us a comment down below. If you're listening on uh, Spotify or iTunes, then give us a five-star review. Apple Podcasts, I believe it's called. Uh, now give us a five-star review. We are available on all these platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Podbean as well Podbean which is um, also available um, make sure you go and join the Patreon go join it uh, you don't you don't have to you're under no obligation you can enjoy our content for free but if you want to uh, give us a little give us a little help in hand uh, then that option is there for you right let's sign off anything you want to say to the people before before next year Robin just i cannot wait to bring you the stories that are coming next year it is already looking like it's going to be pretty crazy and i can't wait to share it all with everyone it's gonna be wild it's gonna be wild anyway we love you very yeah. much everyone <laughs> and stay safe goodbye bye